0: Mark and Christy, these cookies you brought in.
1: Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Hello. And you know what? I, I'm just going to brag on myself. I did not eat one of those cookies, and I know they're amazing. They're homemade.
0: Wait a I so you brought these in, and you're not going to eat one? I know. I,
1: I, now I feel horrible. And you want to hear what's so ridiculous and ironic about this whole thing? You know who I bought those cookies from?
0: Wait I mean? you said these were homemade. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You bought, uh, somebody else made them? Yeah. Okay, okay. All right.
1: Who Co- did Coach Meg,
0: okay, like
1: healthy <laughs> I, Coach Meg. Literally yesterday, like I got finished. Holder? I got finished working out, and I walked out of the gym with two dozen
0: cookies. <laughs> okay, why is Coach Meg hooking you up with homemade cookies?
1: Well, in her defense, um, she's not eating the cookies, but okay, <clears throat> her uh, and she might have eaten maybe half a cookie or something. I don't know.
0: She, yeah, she's not like that hardcore. I mean, like, right.
1: I mean, but most fitness gurus will say you don't have to, like, eliminate every great thing on the planet. Yeah, it's about, you know, taking care of your body and and moderately eating. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no, her daughter is raising money for a mission trip she's trying to go to. She's a teenager. Okay. And Which I just love, and she's baking cookies like it's her job. She's making some good money off of these cookies.
0: Nice. And they're
1: homemade. People are loving them, and so I just wanted to...
0: These are really good cookies. I mean, I feel super guilty now eating them in front of you, but not that guilty. (laughs) Um, You know what? We just spent last weekend, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the guys we've gotten to know, he's a JBU student here and um, is on the soccer team. They're doing a missions trip to Kenya, I think it is. Mm. And his family has been making like homemade, legit tamales. Like we're talking family recipe kind of thing. And he was like, hey, we're trying to raise a little money. Would you guys want to buy some? We're like, we'll support a good cause. (laughs) There's a lot of that going on, I Let me just say, people keep going on these missions trips. Yeah, keep doing it. Please. The Klrc morning show with Mark and Christie
1: 90.9 KlRC you know mark yesterday I am um, I got lost In
0: really I know,
1: Sorry. You, I, I know you're probably like I feel like you're lost every day Christy I just say, are you trying it, to...
0: was this an, an unusual <laughs> event
1: no but it's not the kind of lost you're thinking okay um, I I got lost in an activity. Okay, and it was a beautiful thing, hmm. and it reminded me of just you know it's so important to get lost,
0: <laughs> which you're good at in so many ways. I know, but.
1: I know, no, but basically it was after school. Obviously, it was a gorgeous day yesterday. Yeah, and I picked up my son. and I said, "Hey, it's gorgeous today. Let's go play." Um, get one of your buddies and it, do you want to go to the baseball field? So my, my son, he eats it up. He yeah. loves baseball and I do too. Like I love sports. I love to play ball, anything like that. And so he was like, yeah. And so we go to the baseball field. I put my phone over by the fence
0: mm, good for and, you. and
1: I was like, it's just going to be you and me, Mac and his, his buddy Grayson. And we're just gonna, we're just gonna play ball. And we did for about an hour and a half, and it was so fun. I did not think about one thing Hmm. about responsibilities of of work or life or, you know, finances or anything. It was just, it was about baseball and these boys. And, hitting them balls and playing catch and, you know, pitching to them so they could hit.
0: And so good.
1: And we were smiling and, and if we messed up, it's like, awesome. That's Mm -hmm. why we're here. We're practicing. And they had such a great time. I had such a great time. And then we're walking back to the car and loading up the equipment and stuff. And and I just, I just took a deep breath. I was like, man, that was so much fun. And, And then it hit me. I totally got lost in the moment. That was just the thoughts of, I didn't think about anything that, that stresses me out or worries me. And then I realized I worry and stress about too much stuff
0: all the time, you know, and you're not checking your phone, not checking the time, Mm -hmm. the next message, all that,
1: none of that. It was basically, I knew our time was up when it was dark, Hmm. right? That's so, And so I wasn't looking at my phone, nothing, just not worrying about another message. And I had messages on my phone whenever we got finished yeah, and that was okay. I didn't have I, to answer your message right then.
0: I think I need more things in my life where I get lost, mm-hmm. like that kind of lost. Just listening to you talk about that, I'm like, oh, wait a minute, yeah, like why don't why am I not making more time to do something, whether it's with my kids or my wife or have a conversation with somebody where you, you just it's okay to get lost in it.
1: Well, and what it did for me is it, it filled me back up. Like, And this was in the midday, right? I've already worked a, a long day. I've been up, but there was a refueling to my soul, which gave me even more energy in the evening. So there's so much power in that. So from That's now really on, good. when I leave the building, I want you just to yell out, Christy, go get lost. Go get
0: lost. <laughs> the KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy.
1: 90.9 KLRC. <laughs>
0: We didn't get a chance to talk to the about this yesterday, but um, over the weekend, there was a really powerful funeral. It was, um, if you have been listening over the last few months, you know in December we did our three Christmas wishes where KLRC community loved on some families, including Gretchen's family and five kiddos, right? Single mom, five kiddos. Mm-hmm. And she's battled cancer for a number of years, and we got to lavishly love on them, provide for their family, give them a really memorable Christmas, not knowing that would actually be Gretchen's Mm -hmm. last Christmas here on this earth. And um, she just recently passed away, Mm -hmm. Um, and you got a chance to be part of the visitation, and it was really powerful
1: yeah i I think there's so much that happens i know i'm not one of these uh, who who enjoys going to a funeral right um because it's hard You're 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 faced right there with death and and you see the the pain and and so many people in the hurt um but there's this irony to it too i think there's a flip side where it makes you kind of reflect on uh, life a little bit and and where you are in life and uh, I got to meet her kids and they were just so sweet, gracious. Um, her oldest son, Ethan, he's 21 and um, he was super thankful, by the way, for the Christmas wishes and I was thinking in my head, why is he even thinking about that right now? But like, that kind of shows you the heart, right? Yeah. He, just a, yeah. a really fine young man and to be outside of himself and just be gracious and, and all of the kids, they were talking to others and and, and I was just walking around uh, this huge round table at the visitation, that had pictures of Gretchen uh, just looking back on her life, even through her high school years, but also as a, a teacher and the thousands of people she's impacted, just living life in such a beautiful way. And just the visitation itself had so many people there, lying all the way out, you know, through the um, church into the four-year area, just people wanting to pay their respects mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And so it just kind of made me think about how life is so precious and I want to live my life to the fullest and, and leave a legacy like that. And, and then it made me start thinking what blocks me from living life to the fullest each day. Mm. And I started thinking about just certain elements to my own life. And is there pain here? Is there hurt? And what do I value more? Do I value life more or the pain more? Mm. Because it, when you when you do hang out sometimes in that pain, obviously it stifles you from truly living your life. And so it really uh, brought question to my mind. And, and I think sometimes events like this will do that. And it certainly did for me. And so it's really been something I've been reflecting on and what do I value more? Is is it truly living my life to the fullest or is it sitting in the pain? Wow. You know?
0: For one, that's super deep in it. But there is something <laughs> about the going through an experience like that, mm-hmm. kind of facing the reality of our breaths are numbered yeah. and what kind of life are we gonna live that Forces those kind of really good questions. Oh. I don't know that I've ever really thought about it that way. Like what what am I letting stand in the way that ultimately, if I'm if I'm gonna be honest in the mirror, I'm choosing to value that somehow more right. than the life that God might want to just live through me.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: The KLRC morning show with Mark and Christy. So you were sharing earlier uh, this weekend about being part of the celebration of life for Gretchen, our listener, that mm-hmm. was part of the three Christmas wishes and just passed away recently from our cancer battle. And, um, and just having that experience of just being confronted with, for her, just this legacy. It's incredible way that God used her in so many mm-hmm of her students' lives and just people in our community touching multiple generations and that whole question, like, okay, what's standing in the way of me living the life? It doesn't look like hers, but that God wants for us.
1: Well, you just see so many lives that she's impacted and just what a light she was and and continues to be. I mean, even after her passing, just um, the difference and impact she's made on so many. And and I was just kind of thinking, you know, what do you value more, Christy? Do you value life more or pain more, you know, and, and what obstacles stand in the way of valuing life to mm-hmm. the fullest and it really caused me to reflect and see, um, what I focus on um, really determines my day determines at the end of the day, my week and then my month and then my yeah. life. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, what do I value? Mm-hmm. Basically what I value is what I focus on. Um, So it just made me really kind of reflect. And and I think things like that have a way of doing that, like a a visitation, a funeral.
0: Yeah, it was interesting when you said, too, like, I'm glad I went Mm -hmm. for a lot of reasons. Uh, It struck me because there was a good 20 plus years of my life, early on in my life, that I just like refused to go to a funeral. Mm. It was just, I just wouldn't do it. And so the first funeral I ever went to, I think I was in my early 20s when my grandfather passed away. And which was beautiful. I watched this guy that was, he was a farmer and a school bus driver, lived a faithful, quiet life and then realized the ripple effect just of him being faithful. And it was super impactful to me um, just for a variety of different ways. I mean, one, you're saying goodbye to your grandpa, but yeah, um, but just like, like, what kind of life do I want to live? And uh, what kind of lives do I want to be a part of impacting? And it totally shifted for me. From decades of saying, I do not want to go to a funeral, Mm -hmm. to something clicked for me. I'm like, I think we're actually supposed to. I think there's something about that that God uses to kind of make us confront reality and... Maybe evaluate, okay, where where am I at? Maybe a little course correction here mm-hmm, or there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even celebrate, man, God, if you can do that through them, what do you want to do through me or for my family or in our community? And, and I don't know why, but it seems like a lot of times we, we try to steer away from grief and sadness. And maybe that's a reason for me, it was to stay away from funerals. But maybe in the middle of that, God actually wants to like speak to us. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can hear it in a way we could never hear it otherwise.
1: I absolutely agree with that. It kind of forces you to lean in to the really things, you know, the things that are really important in life and for you. I mean, I love that how you avoided it for so long and then you saw the value like wait this really isn't so bad there's, there's something here that we can all grow and learn from and and I, I think it's a beautiful thing and and I know whenever I went to that visitation it was I haven't been to a funeral in a long time or anything like that in a while and so um it really did move me I mean I, I say that it's it's been a little over a year a dear friend of mine we lost and um I had a similar experience there too. It's just, it causes you to reflect on what's really important. And I think you're right. I think, I think God wants us to do that. Uh, t- so we can have those moments in our yeah. heart and, and with each other.
0: That's really good. Ready for some good news. We are too. Here's your positive difference story of the day.
1: All right. We're at Georgia state university. Okay, Mark. Okay. Just another average day. The students, they shuffle into their class lecture hall. Okay. Okay, this is about a week ago. True story here, they probably were not expecting much more than, you know, your typical course session with their teacher, which happens to be a law professor. This is a okay. a, a law class. Law okay. Um so but Professor Ivory, that's her name, she's no ordinary teacher. Okay. As soon as class was in season or session, the students were given these mysterious envelopes. Okay. And Professor Ivory dropped a bombshell surprise on them. She said two students would be joining her on the trip to the Paris Summer Olympics. What? Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: And of course, her students are like, what? And so they all start, you know, rapidly tearing into their envelopes. Next thing you know, two students pop up. They're like, oh my God.
0: I'm the winner. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. They're all spazzing out. Can you imagine?
1: But then. There's a new twist. A third student jumps up with tickets. And then a fourth. And then a fifth. No. Yeah, you know how this goes. Like, straight up like Oprah, right?
0: You're going (laughs) going to the Olympics. Yeah, you're
1: going to Paris. You're going to Paris. And believe it or not, the entire class, we're talking going to Olympic Village, visit the Team USA They're
0: getting like the VIP experience.
1: They're going to get to attend the opening ceremonies.
0: That's incredible.
1: Um, Go to multiple events. All paid for. Tickets, your stay, all of that. And basically, Professor Ivory, she connected with USA Track and Field and with Delta Airlines Uh to make all of this possible to sponsor. Wow. Yeah. and. And then why, you might ask, you know, why the Olympics? Well, basically, she teaches, her class is called Legal Life of the Olympic Games. Okay. So, she's a law professor. Uh And so, they study the business and legal issues tied to the Olympic Games. And so, here they are.
0: So, this is like the ultimate field trip.
1: Oh, yeah. And I just thought, oh my goodness, that is incredible. I mean, they're going to get to go to Paris watch the Olympics, opening ceremonies, and then all the other activities that go with it. So, pretty incredible.
0: That's amazing. I mean, it's a trip of a lifetime. I know. And they're all going for free. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pretty pretty impressive. Shout out, Professor Ivory, for pulling some strings.
1: Yeah. Are there any, like, radio stations? (laughs) Like, maybe...
0: (laughs) Are you wanting to take a class of some kind? I'm just
1: thinking... Well, I'm just thinking maybe our organization you can take a field trip to to the to, radio station in paris yeah because
0: you know there's a lot for us <laughs> to learn that's our positive different story of the day today the klrc morning show with mark and christy 90.9 klrc